This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Hello, Peter. What's happening? Uh, we have sort of a problem here. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the Blurring the Lines podcast, episode 130. I am your host, Peter Nicolaitis, and joining me as always, my co-host, Adam SublimeComp.com Bell. <laughs> that is me. I've never signed my name like that, but yeah. They don't but call me tater now. salad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think someone else has laid claim to that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, how's it going, man? I am doing well. You, uh, you were humming a line before we started, which was really nothing, but it kind of sounded like the uh, uh, Bewitched theme, which we watched the new version of Bewitched with Will Ferrell. Not new. It was a movie that they made with uh, Will Ferrell and Nicole Kidman back in like 2009, I believe. Mm -hmm. And it was actually really funny. It was really good. I mean, normally, I mean, Will Ferrell can be kind of, it's a hit or miss, you know, sometimes it's dirty and sometimes it's hilarious and sometimes it's both. (laughs) There you go. But it was really not a huge Will Ferrell fan, but you know, he has his moments, Mm -hmm. but it was good. It was, uh, they didn't try to recreate bewitched, which was, uh, I mean, it was still around that and it was still called bewitched, but it's still, you know, there was a lot of things going on with it. And, uh, but they didn't try to recreate the show, which Mm -hmm. really kind of saved it. You know, it made it, you could, they could be what they wanted to be without trying to be the show. And it, it was fun. So Good. Maybe, right. we're, maybe worth checking out. How <laughs> now have they or will they remake uh, I Dream of Genie? I don't know. We'll I mean, because that was pretty much the same show, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I liked both of them when I was a kid on the reruns, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Like, How old are we? <laughs> <laughs> ah. Ni- neither of us were alive in the 60s. Correct. That, that I can confidently say. That's true. So I have a few little updates. Um, All right. Remember, now I don't remember if we talked about this on the show, if we were recording, but remember I was talking about video display resolution problems Mm -hmm. using my, um, my uh, HP ProBook and connecting to the external display port Mm -hmm. and how it did not want to um, do, well, first off it just like stopped working. And then, or well, not not the laptop, but my display was like not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And I was being lazy. And so I just opened a tech support ticket and they're like, yep, ship it back to us and we'll figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And they didn't ask me to swap the cables, which would have been my first instinct, but I didn't <laughs> have a cable to swap. So I didn't do that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so then I did that. Because you were like, well, geez, I mean, you know, think about it, man. If you uh, just do the swap of the cable, you're going to save yourself the hassle of packing the thing up and shipping it and being without it for probably weeks and then having it shipped back to you. I'm sort of embellishing. You didn't say all those things, but they were implied, (laughs) strongly implied. And I was like, yeah, you know what? He's right. I'm just being lazy. 
And, um, but I was like, I don't have a spare cable to try. So I ordered another cable. Mm -hmm. Turns out after I did that, I did have a spare cable to try. (laughs) And sure enough, when I did, it worked. (laughs) Ta-da. So yeah. But then uh, what I found was um, for whatever reason, my laptop was failing to drive the monitor because it's an ultra wide display. Here, here, let me, let me show you, dear listeners. You guys can actually uh, get a, get a, a peek at my, uh, hang on a second. Let me change something here, move some stuff. So it's at least easier to see there. Ta-da. So, so that's Man. my, yeah, that's my normal setup right there with lots and lots of monitors, but you can see the one in the middle. It's just a big giant, long ultra wide mm-hmm. screen which in hindsight i don't know that i would buy another one of these again um <laughs> just because the uh the vertical resolution is kind of low you know i guess i so i really should have splurged i only paid like 300 bucks for this one and if i had paid like six or seven i would have gotten you know like a retina display with really ultra high definition mm-hmm. so next time but uh, <laughs> anyway my hp ProBook at one point was driving its own internal display as well as this external display, mm-hmm. both at maximum resolution. Mm-hmm. And then it stopped doing that. And I asked with HP what was going on and they said, no, it's not possible. It doesn't have enough video memory to actually do that. <laughs> I'm like, but I've seen it do it. <laughs> on multiple occasions but it's like after every other reboot or something it would dumb down so that both would be in 1920 pixels by what 1050 or 1080 or some such mm-hmm. so i just couldn't get it to do it again well i did try finally disabling the onboard display and mm-hmm. now i have the ultra wide so given a choice between two displays one of them running in fuzzy yucky resolution i'll take the giant one because that's the equivalent of two monitors you know two normal monitors anyway right so that was a little bit of an update so a little extra troubleshooting more than i wanted to spend but you know it saved me the hassle of mailing this stupid thing back and being without (laughs) it for a long time so (sighs) so that's my techie update there techie update cool techie update and then uh yeah what about you any techie updates any non-techie updates uh techie updates no i yes and no i am i'm testing a um a gimbal based handheld um camera for my iphone i mean you hold it it's kind of like a selfie stick but a very intelligent selfie stick that holds the gimbal so that you could record video and like pan around and it looks like you know your movie quality kind of thing uh and it will also do, it'll follow your face and stuff, you know? Mm. So like if you're recording and you, you move around a little bit, it'll pan. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't go fast though. Like, like just moving, moving a, around real quickly, it takes it a little bit to catch up to it. And if you get out of its range too quickly, it'll just lose you all together because of the right. finding your right. face. Uh, but I'm not ready to call it nifty yet. I've only been playing with it for <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, not even a 24 hours yet. So, the, so it's not nifty yet. But it's it not nifty be. yet. It could be nifty. It could be nifty. Okay. Uh, okay. And one of the things that it will do, which I haven't got it to do well yet, is they call it the inception mode, 
where it, that scene in the movie where the that you know that's going forward and then makes a full 360 you know mm-hmm. it, so supposedly i can do that i've okay kind, i've kind of pulled it off but i i want to i want to get it right and and then, okay. then it will be nifty <laughs> so then we'll see you walking on the ceiling is that what happens <laughs> something like that okay. <laughs> <sighs> well um we will pause our um, further nifty discussions until uh, we get to that section of the uh, podcast. But I have something that's really nifty. All uh, right. (laughs) Really unsafe as well, but but really nifty. Really nifty. Cool. So, yes. So uh, fitness updates. Uh, You and I continue to do our 100 push-ups per day. Mm Mm-hmm. Today, in a rarity, I uh, completed mine before noon. Yeah, before the podcast. I was like, I'm... <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, today I did them all in sets of 25, and I have gotten back. I'm putting squats back into it. Mm-hmm. Now, yesterday, I only did squats with my first set of 25 because I followed up that with a uh, another uh, 10K run, my usual. Mm-hmm. Only at my coach's suggestion... I did my best to increase my cadence, the number mm-hmm. of steps per minute. Mm-hmm. So the last two times I've gone out, I've put on a playlist. Um, the first time I did it, cause my average cadence used to be around 155 steps per minute. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, my heart rate was also around 155 beats per minute. Okay. Which is kind of funny. Right. So then, um, and I shared these with you. I sent you these, uh, these images. You, you wear your heart on your soul. Uh, apparently, or on my watch, right? Yeah. So um, I, I, I put on at someone's suggestion, they said, well, um, you know, you should try to target like five to 10 beats or steps per minute more than what you do now. So I found a playlist on Apple Music for 165 beats per minute. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Well, Turns out that I was off. I was trying to like figure it out and I was definitely, you know, like moving faster. So, Mm -hmm. you know, taking lots of steps. I didn't realize I was over because at the end of my 10 K run, I actually averaged 182 steps per minute. (laughs) So I was out of sync. So I was like, but that said, I mean, it felt like work, but not like I'm dying work. It was like, okay, I was definitely faster because I shaved like 30 seconds uh, off my time over mm-hmm. the whole 10 K. Yeah. So, I was, so I did like, um, you know, nine minutes and what, 33 seconds or something on average for the whole 10 K, which is pretty good for me. Yeah. Uh, so yesterday I went out again and this time I played a 180 beats per minute playlist. And, uh, I actually averaged like 175 or something like that steps per minute. So I was a little slow and it's interesting because I could feel when it's coming, like certain things would happen and I could feel myself get lazy and all of a sudden I'm missing a beat. I'm like, Oh, oh pay attention, pay attention. <laughs> um, this time, however, I did the entire run in 56 minutes. So my average was eight minutes, 59 seconds per mile ah. over the whole 10 K. Yeah. Which for me, that's, it's pretty good. So yeah. I'm kind of sold on this whole uh, 180 steps per minute kind of thing. I'm a mm-hmm. convert. Um, I have not yet tried. I've only done it twice. I have not yet tried it on a trail run. 
So that's going to be interesting to see what it's like out in the woods. Mm -hmm. Um, But essentially, you know, you're taking, I'm taking smaller steps. So you're taking a lot more steps and smaller. The theory is that it's, you know, that's more efficient. Mm -hmm. And I had resisted it for some time because uh, especially because of my yoga training, um, there was a heavy emphasis on everybody is different. Mm-hmm. and skeletal variation is huge. So my thought was, well, then how can, say, um, using a Game of Thrones reference, um, the mountain and Tyrion <laughs> Lannister be expected to take the same number of steps per minute and have yeah. it be efficient for both of them? That just does not make sense. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, there's a little bit of averages, you know, yeah. up and down. Um but uh, it seems to work. And mm-hmm. the first time I did it, my heart rate was a lot higher. When I did it yesterday, my heart rate was only about 10 beats per minute uh, over average. It was like in the 160s range. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I'm definitely going to try it again. Uh, it's different for me now running with music because usually mm-hmm. I'll listen to podcasts. But podcasts don't do anything to keep your pace up. You know, there's no, no metronome effect. Mm-hmm. So. So, so yeah, that's that. That's my, uh, my uh, fitness report. Cool. Yep. And we're still plugging along at the hundred a day. So then, uh, yeah, of course I'm, I mix mine up. Like I do different things, uh, you know, for sit-ups and toes, the bar instead of sit-ups at times. And, and then, uh, today was bench press day at the gym. One of my favorite days. (laughs) <laughs> now remind me do you do do you do the gym every day um i typically do three days in the gym and two days yoga got it okay but i think next week well next week i'm off because i'm um doing construction at my farm but i think the following week i'm gonna uh, change to five days a week for a, a few weeks Ooh. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing where my, my running coach has been saying um, he always recommends three weeks on one week off mm-hmm. for running. And I have not diligently followed, followed that. Yeah. Um, but this time around I did take a couple of days off. So last week, for instance, on uh, Thursday, I did a 10 K Friday. I did five K Saturday. I did five K. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't do anything until like Tuesday. So I took a couple days off. Uh, so I'm still trying to get into that. I don't know. Just, you know, he's like, you, it's not that you're not doing anything. You're just not doing like intense cardio running stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I'll still do yoga and stuff and I'll go mountain biking and things like that, but not, um, not the same, you know, not the same level of like cardio burn, like, uh, like, mm-hmm. like running. Uh, so I'm still, still playing on that. Cause it feels to me like every time I take a full week off, it feels like it takes me like two weeks to recover, to get back to where I was. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that doesn't feel like progress. <laughs> well, we, a lot of times call that a, a CrossFit active recovery, doing something mm-hmm. where you're still active, yes. but you're not, I mean, your, your body is being allowed to rest because you're not overtaxing it, but you're not exactly. sitting eating chips on the couch because i always feel like crap i mean yeah if i go on vacation i feel uh if i'm going to be gone for a week or two weeks even that that i mean that two weeks is a long break but i feel really good day two or three into vacation i'm like hey i feel healthy i've got good wind Mm -hmm. day four 
I get more lethargic. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't feel like getting up and walking today. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm thinking that maybe I'll try, you know, for my weeks, my rest or recovery weeks, maybe I'll just do 5Ks, mm-hmm. you know? So and I'm trying to figure out today. I'm tempted to go out and do it, you know, today and go for just a 5K because I'm going to do another one tomorrow morning with this running group that I'm a part of. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Cool. So, yeah. All right. What else we got? So, in the news, uh, not just this week, but it, it it's been recently. So, Social Security, as part of uh, COVID relief, economic relief, uh, they are offering to defer Social Security payments for employees uh, at the employer's discretion, whether they want to offer that for their employees. Uh, to when you def- say payments, do you mean contributions or who's paying what? who or who's not paying who? The the employee is not paying the, Got it. the government. The Got uh, it. employer is still required to pay okay. their portion of Social Security, but the employee is allowed to defer it until January. And at that point, they have to start paying it all back. <laughs> so now, you have to pay an accelerated rate to catch up or you pay or? it at the same rate, you know, uh, so it took you depending on I mean, four months, you, you pay it back over four months. Okay. So you'd have to pay like double double your, yeah. Months? You just end up okay. paying double your social security. It's such a little amount of money to, mm-hmm. to benefit and the tro- the the only way that it really would work out is is I I wonder if they're planning on deferring it uh, you know like making people just not pay it back forgiving it forgiving, forgiving it, it. Right? Yeah, yeah I'm sorry you're right forgiving yeah. it not defer it uh, just yeah. forgiving it but uh, I mean we didn't I didn't offer that for 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 my company I mean yeah. it made made no sense plus and, and, you know, in playing fair with the rest of the United States, I mean, my people have been able to work at their same normal 100% salary. So they haven't mm-hmm. been, and their spouses have been able to work who, you know, who are working. Yeah. So there was no hardship for my people. Right. So it didn't make sense to take advantage of this, if you call yep. take advantage of it, because... Yeah. We we're doing okay. So the right thing is not to take it. <laughs> Bingo. So. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. These things, these deferred payment back, you know, kind of things. I don't it often seems to me, you're just kicking the can down the road and you know, it, is, it reminds me like in the early two thousands of zero interest loans, yeah. which led to the whole, you know, economic collapse of 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I remember hearing those ads on the, on the, the radio. I was like, how does that work? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and it was like, Oh, it's zero interest for now. And then all of a sudden at the end of the zero interest term, you're paying through the nose. And what do you know? People across the country are losing their houses and economic collapse. Boom. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> So. Well, I have never in my entire life taken a payday loan. I did once. Oh, not a payday loan. I one time, and I didn't have to, 
Um, but I one time took a short-term loan, Paradigm Consulting, sorry, say that. Paradigm Consulting Corp. Um, took a Paradigm Consulting Company, not Corp, <laughs> my corporation, Paradigm Consulting, did once borrow to make payroll. Mm-hmm. But by the time we had the money, we had received our payables and I didn't actually need it. Yeah. So, so going the other way, but yeah, payday loan, like where I'll give you, a, you know, uh, you'll give me a $500 now. And at the end of the week, you get my thousand dollar paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That no one should do that. Like ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how people who own those live with themselves and sleep in. I mean, there are, uh, there are a lot of evil, unscrupulous people in the world. That's how. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so oh, but anyway so that's where that one is and then i was doing some i was doing some other research on covid and mm-hmm. and i happened to run across some really stupid questions that 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 made me laugh and i i, <laughs> I thought we, and I, we <laughs> yeah and we one of those i think is the show title right there <laughs> Well, and, and just to be clear, I don't want, I'm not being insensitive to people who have lost family members or to COVID. And I mean, cause it is not a joke, but these are funny things of people just being dumb people. And like, come on, if you used your brain, you would know the answer to this question. I have one to add to this list too, but I'll let you go first for a few of them. Oh yeah, certainly. So the, the, uh, the, no, well, the first one in the list of stupid questions, does drinking alcohol prevent coronavirus disease? <laughs> so early on, this was back in March, I believe there was a German, uh, infectious disease expert who said, you know, like, sure, why not? It's possible that drinking, you know, enough alcohol could help you, you know, <laughs> recover. Now, like, and I would think he's probably right if the exact circumstances are perfectly lined up. As in, you and I are sitting there together, you sneeze or cough, you <laughs> infect me, and I take a shot of 100-proof vodka. And kill the virus. <laughs> and kills the virus before it actually enters my body and does anything. Mm-hmm. I could see that happening. It, I, it is possible. Possible. <laughs> Yeah. Full disclosure, neither Adam nor I are infectious disease uh, experts. We're not doctors. We don't play one on the internet. We're not even close. (laughs) Yeah. We're talking out one side of our rear end. Bingo. (laughs) Bingo. Uh, The next one, which I I still think is funny. I'm like, really? Can I have sex during coronavirus pandemic? (laughs) And that's our show title. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, then then the other one which i i thought was really really dumb when should i seek emergency medical care if i'm sick with covid19 and then here were some signs and examples of when you should seek emergency care immediately one Mm -hmm. trouble breathing Anytime you have trouble breathing, <laughs> you should seek medical care. <laughs> yes. If you're having trouble breathing right now and it's not asthma and it won't be fixed by a puff of albuterol, you should probably go see medical help. I Pers- concur. Persistent pain or pressure in the chest. 
Yep. Also a good time to seek medical attention. <laughs> also, a ba- yeah, bad thing. New, what, I, what I thought was new confusion. That was one of the lists. New confusion. So, what is that? <laughs> so, so I'm taking a business law class right now. Uh-huh. And, and my homework assignment for this week has me newly confused. <laughs> Should I seek medical attention? <laughs> Apparently. I mean, I, I didn't. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm confused. There's an example here where like Donna owes Barclays Bank $10,000 and Harvey Hedge Fund buys the debt for $8,000. Who is, is she assigning or is she delegating the debt? And then if she is, depending on how you answer, who is the assignee and the assignor, the debtor and the de- or the delegator and the delegatee? I'm yeah. confused. I'm, de- I'm confused now. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, you can ask the lady in the tube symptoms of, uh, of COVID-19 and stuff, right? Oh, no, I didn't know that one. So you don't have any of her devices with a screen, do you? No, I don't. Uh, see, I have one in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. And um, I was considering moving it somewhere else, but um, I've got the Echo Spot in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. And so she'll periodically show news headlines, um, weather recipes and also COVID stuff. (laughs) So you can ask her like, what's my risk of getting COVID-19? Give me suggestions, play the hand washing song. So (laughs) these are all things that you don't know because you don't have one of her with a screen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I need, that'd be cool. So next one, inability to wake or stay awake. You should definitely. Uh, I have days like that. <laughs> Just so like, you know what? I'm getting tired. I better call yeah. for help. <laughs> the next one, which is a as a uh, big duh, bluish lips or face. Yeah, that's <laughs> again not restricted to coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if you've got bluish lips or face, period. Yes, you need. Yes, you need to go to get help. And then you had added the, is it safe to open a package from China? (laughs) That was awesome. So that was one that Dr. (laughs) Uh, Anthony Fauci was talking about back in, you know, like when he did one of his first webinars or uh, conference, you know, thingamabobbers. Mm -hmm. And uh, as like, because people are getting these, you know, made in China packages. Is it safe? Okay. Yeah. The virus, had it been on there, will have died by the time you get a package from China. China. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you didn't order from China, then yeah, I'd be concerned. (laughs) Well, you never know. Sometimes you order something from Amazon and it's coming direct from Shenzhen province. Uh And it, well, it usually takes eight weeks and you've forgotten that you bought it. Bingo. Exactly. Now, interesting segue. Have you heard what's going on with uh, WeChat and TikTok? Uh, we? Like the Wii? Like Nintendo no. Wii? Nope. W-E. Chat. Oh, okay. No. Yes. No, this is, yeah. So, uh, in another uh, shining example of his brilliance, our uh, carrot in chief has decreed that TikTok and WeChat will be banned in the United States as of Sunday. <laughs> I, I wish you could see the dumbfounded face that I have on right now. What? Well, I can. Yeah. I can. You're on video. <laughs> yeah. So was it about a month or so ago? He ordered that, um, that um, ByteDance needed to sell controlling interest of TikTok to an American company. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I don't know what's motivating this other than I think there's a bunch of people who are using TikTok to uh, belittle this guy and he's taking it personally and therefore he's striking back against these social media platforms, which are owned and based in China, based by you know, Chinese companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also there, they have along with a lot of different um, apps, e.g. LinkedIn, had excessive uh, accesses to data on people's phones. Mm -hmm. For example, LinkedIn was found around the same time, uh, about a month or so ago, was found to be uh, keeping copies of everything on the clipboard. They were constantly reading your clipboard on your iPhones. So like when I made an entry from my last pass onto my clipboard and pasted that into a website. Brilliant. And the, they gave a very George Costanza response was like, Oh, was, was that bad? Should, should I not have done that? (laughs) Should I not? I always wanted to pretend to be an architect. You know that? Yeah, exactly. Art (laughs) Vandalay. So, um, this is one of the reasons I believe that iOS 14 now has more granular privacy controls. Mm-hmm. So another segue, have you upgraded to iOS 14 yet? Uh, I had not up until just like right now. <laughs> so I have, and I also updated my Apple watch to watch OS seven. And I got to say so far, I am very happy. This has been probably my best iOS and watch OS upgrade since. Uh, that that I can recall, like mm-hmm. ever. Um, every time I've done this, either the overall operating system has gotten slower, or it was s- temporarily super slow mm-hmm. during the upgrade process and for days afterwards. And watchOS six, when they first came out, was horrific, mm-hmm. and it was like they were uh, they were releasing updates like every couple of days. Just, Killed your you know, batteries to, too. And- oh, it was horrible. It was insanely bad. So this time, my iPhone doesn't seem any different performance-wise, and it does have a, ni- a lot of nice new features. My watch is definitely snappier. It is noticeably faster. And huh. I'm very happy about that because it is now officially out of Apple care. So I can't get a new one anymore until I, you know, unless I actually buy it. So, um, so far I'm happy. I have not noticed if anything, you know, battery life has been very good and uh, the new features are pretty cool. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm enjoying them. I'm experimenting with the app library on my home, you know, to have like a cleaner home screen, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, like, and I've got some widgets on the home screen now, which is stuff that Android has had for like a decade. Yeah. Um, but, um, the app library, I'm kind of like finding it out of questionable use because I have always done that myself. I have organized apps myself mm-hmm. and now it's doing it for me. So I'm trying it. But what I've noticed is um, if an app has a notification badge, I don't see it unless it's on the home screen. Ah, okay. For example, a phone call. I did not have a phone icon on my home screen and I had like five phone calls yesterday i had no idea mm-hmm. <laughs> so so i moved the phone icon back onto my home screen 
uh, you know, so I've got Siri suggesting apps for me and it's, I mean, it's pretty good. It's like, there are a handful of apps that I run regularly all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, so I'm playing with it. Not exactly sold on it just yet, but I'm playing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I enabled some new shortcuts, uh, that, it, uh, oh, the, uh, bedtime routine now allows you to schedule multiple bedtime routines. It used to only be all or nothing. Uh So for me, for instance, like Monday through Wednesday, I would tend to wake up earlier. So I had to have Monday through Wednesday. Here's my bedtime routine. Friday, nothing. Uh, Saturday, an alarm go off at this time, Uh, you know, but not, it wouldn't remind me. It wouldn't do like the whole bedtime routine. So now those are customizable. So that's pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so lots of neat little features and uh yeah, I'm uh, so far I think they've done a pretty good job. I have not uh I've not knock on wood witnessed massive instability, massive performance degradation, so nice. Good job Apple. Pay attention to quality for once. I like that. <laughs> good. Good on Yes. You. Yes. Yep. So, yeah. Do we have anything else or should we move on to something nifty? Something else nifty, I should say. Something else nifty. That looks interesting. Yes. I'd like I to hear what this nifty. I thought you might be interested in that. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to know more. Yeah. So, Kalashnikov, the very famous Russian firearms uh, maker, has released a smart shotgun. First shotgun for iPhone. <laughs> An Internet of Things shotgun. File this under what could possibly go wrong. <laughs> uh, I don't even want to go there. I mean, like, <laughs> supposedly there have been um, there. There's there was a test case where uh, you know hackers were able to get remote control of the thing and uh, cause it to miss its target and then aim at other targets. Um, uh, do, do we need an internet-connected freaking shotgun? <laughs> I, as an IT guy, um, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course, the first thing I asked was like, I wonder if it works with IFT. Because you know, I paid for the IFT Pro subscription. So can I say like, if motion detected at my front door, and I am not at home. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've, I was, it's funny that you say this because I was just thinking last weekend when I was down at the farm is I was thinking I've got a glass front uh, or I've got a glass window in my front door. And I was thinking, you know, if I had a, a, a shotgun, it was just pointed at the window. Like you, if you looked at the window and you saw a shotgun sticking out behind the glass, obviously you'd probably not stick around for very long. <laughs> I would probably, I would do my best to get out of the line of fire as quickly as possible and yeah. probably not come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. So then I was also yep. thinking, you know, it'd be cool. Did you, or did you ever play team fortress? I did. Half-Life. Half-Life. <laughs> yep. yeah. Half-Life Team Fortress. I remember that. And yes. 
and the engineers could put out these mobile turret guns and you threw yep. them down and built it up. And then, but then when you came in the mobile turret gun came out, I said, you know, it'd be awesome. This would just be a fun project is to build a mobile turret gun, put it out on my porch, not an actual t- mobile turret gun, but one that has a motion sensor and could detect things. And if you walked by, it followed you. <laughs> It looked like a turret gun. That'd be yeah, disconcerting awesome. too. <laughs> Awesomely scary. Wait, <laughs> yeah. I got a friend who'd love one of those. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So yeah, that's it's nifty. Um, I don't know if it's a good thing, but yes, you can now buy an IoT shotgun. <laughs> Oh. I mean, I think I'm ready to call it early on that on this one just, just because of that. <laughs> so the uh, yeah, mobile turret shotgun. Wonder if there is one of those. I'm gonna do a Google search on that. Mobile. Turret. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure there are. <laughs> All right. Uh, Very good. Yeah. Well, I think so, we had a lot of fun today. I think we did. Yeah. Well, you know, let's, let's end on a high note. Um, <laughs> there's a, something else I'm going to share with you, but I'm going to send it privately. Okay. Because, because I mean, we generally try to keep this relatively clean, but this uh, headline is on the border. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So dear listener, if you would like to get in touch with us and submit a good, I don't know, IOT, um, you know, suggestion or a nifty, give us some feedback, talk about running, talk about business, talk about COVID-19. You can get in touch with us at the, uh, let's see, at no, the blurring the lines podcast.com. There's a contact form there. You can also find Adam on Twitter at sublime cop. You can find me on Twitter at Nicolaitis. Uh, Adam's website is sublimecomp.com. My website is paradigmcc.com or nicolaitis.com or yogawithpeter.com. So all over the place, you can find us, send us your feedback. We want to hear it. We love feedback. Feedback is like crack for podcasters. as one of my <laughs> fellow uh, podcast co-hosts used to say. So, and uh, on that note, Adam, would you care to do the honors? I think I shall hit the, Big red button. To contact either us or our guests, visit BlurringTheLinesPodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast. And leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.